Been in this shit for 45 fucking years, and I ain't never left a brother. I ain't never left an American citizen. I don't give a damn what color you are, what nationality you are, as long as you with our Constitution and our fucking flag, you my brother. It's time for brothers to stand up, not fakes and frauds. I never ever thought I'd be marching in Washington DC ever, but I also never thought I'd be labeled a gang member too, so. Hi everyone, Peter Rue here with your latest Indestructible. Later on in this episode, our music critic, Brady O'Callaghan, brings us a review of an album that serves up a soundtrack for the Trump era. But for now, let's go to Washington, D.C. From the lakes of Minnesota On September 16th, the sun was shining and the grass was green on the National Mall. You never know to look at such a finely manicured landscape that a storm was brewing. Not an Irma or a Harvey, but the bikers for Trump were revving up their hogs and the juggalos were painting their faces for a dark carnival. Hardly a soul trafficked the wide expanse of greenery between Capitol Hill and the Lincoln Memorial. Leaning on the side of caution, they must have decided to evacuate. Yet, in the end, there was no storm. Maybe it was the lack of shade on the mall, the heat countermanding the rage. Maybe the upstarts were just too worn out from their sojourns, from the deindustrialized heartland and America's backwater swamps to give a shit enough about the swamp in Washington they came to drain. But more than likely, they were just worn out by the fight. They weren't prepared to abandon their allegiance to Donald Trump or the insane clown posse, their beliefs in anarchism or their paranoia of the deep state. But they weren't going to fulfill any destructive, hyperbolic prophecies either. I witnessed members of the 3% of militia from the southern tier of New York dressed in battle fatigues, arguing with bandana-clad Antifa over politics, even history and the nature of totalitarianism, topics that seemed more than a bit abstract given the outfits both sides were wearing. It wasn't that they were searching for some kind of middle ground. No, they were like opposing boxers, too wasted with exhaustion to lift their arms, who instead decided to talk it out. Organizers build the mother of all rallies or more as a monumentous occasion that would draw a million people to support President Trump. But the gathering was a more tepid affair. Maybe 300 people were on hand to hear the lineup of second-rate, far-right celebrities speak. So, uh, can I get your name and what you do for a living? Yeah, Paul Brockman. I'm self-employed. What, what line of work? Uh, food service equipment. Okay, excellent. And uh, from... Uh, Annapolis. What what brings you out here to this rally? Just supporting Trump, supporting the country, supporting the Constitution. Yeah. Uh, do you think uh, you know after Charlottesville, this could be like a moment of, of healing for the country? I I would like to hope so, but that's let, rest assured that if there's any violence that happens here today, it's not going to be because of these people here. Mm. Uh, you're you're a proud gun owner, but you're you're here in peace. Correct. Yeah. You know, I was reading in the rally literature, they were calling for, you know, no Confederate flags. Is that something you're supportive of? Or? I, I understand why they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I mean, we don't we don't fly the Confederate flag. It's just not, we're not a Southern Heritage group. But I, I totally understand why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
we're still supporting Trump. It's been about six, seven, eight months since he's come in office. Well, what, what do you like about what he's accomplished? I like the fact he's a no-nonsense guy, and he's kind of kicking the Republican rhinos in the ass. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, by by doing what he's doing. So I think give him a little more time. I think he's coming into his own. Do you feel sometimes he like he's been criticized for contradicting himself? Like he said one thing, you know, about Charlottesville, and then he kind of walked it back. Or do you feel he's being misrepresented in the media? Well, I think I think his first statements on Charlottesville were were completely 100 percent accurate. There was. There was some bad actors on both sides. Um, I think the vast majority of people there were to be peaceful on both sides, but you get the far left and the far right, it's a bad mix sometimes. Mm. Great, and uh, you know, we're a paper from New York City. Is there anything you want uh, urbanites and, and, and uh, East Coast liberals to understand about like this movement? Oh, this movement's about America. It's about freedom for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, and we're hoping that you uh, East Coast liberals will jump, elect some new politicians that'll let you actually uh, defend yourself with firearms if you so choose. Right. Oh, you know, I gotta ask you: There's this Juggalo protest going on on the other side of the mall. How do you feel about about that? Uh, the left's made some overtures to them. I, I think you know they were invited over here as well. Yeah, if, if I think you find that the vast majority of, of the Juggalos are, are more libertarian leaning people. They just want to be left alone to do their thing. It may not be my thing, but I, I respect the fact that they could want to do their thing. Ollie B. It's our, it's our president. Yeah. Is it your president? Sure. I'm an let American. Me hear, let me hear right? you say, no, just say, hey, it's my president. Uh, it's let me hear you say, Donald Trump president. is my president. What can, what can we do? Do you like that? I, I disagree with him, you know, to be honest with you. I suppose you can. Okay, I'm We're getting ready to roll in about two minutes, so we have to make it pretty quick. Give you time. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Is Donald uh, Trump your president? I'm sorry, I'm not a U.S. citizen. Do you like Donald Trump? You have no I opinion? I don't have any no. <laughs> Are you a Republican or Democrat? I'm a, I'm a U.S. citizen, so I can't be either. Okay, you can't be either? They're worldwide. Why? Do you support unity worldwide? Yeah. You weren't sure about that, were you? No, in certain Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're here to support unity worldwide. Okay. So I think you're suspicious of the way the media has been covering Trump. Well, the fake news, it's just a fake news. Yeah. They want to go with the narrative of, you know, disruption and crazy shit happening. And this rally is about unity, as you said. You know, his United remarks... Amer- United American Patriots for a cause. Yeah, and uh, his remarks after Charlottesville were heavily criticized. Do you feel they were misinterpreted? No, the media just piece fitted together. He denounced the alt-right 15 times, mm-hmm. and they didn't seem to post that. And he also, you know, criticized both sides and some of the people Both that sides were, are terrible. Hell yes. Uh, we're not alt-right at all. Yeah. We are middle of the road, promoting unity throughout the country. And there's this interesting uh, juggalo protest going on the other side of the mall. Whatever um, they are. As a biker, you know... Antifa? Uh, well, you know, as a biker, you know, bikers are, are often kind of misconstrued as gang members. They've been construed, misconstrued as gang members. Do you have any... Um, Those are paid protesters by George Soros. The, the Juggalos? All of them. All the Antifa, all the alt-left. They're paid by George Soros. And, uh, you know, just for background, like, how did you get into this Bikers for Trump thing? And, and what, what are you most proud of about Trump? He's a businessman. We're taking our country back. America's a business. And it's here to make money, and we're here to make some, you know, heavy unity around the country. Monica Matthews. Collectively, we would say exactly what Tommy, the uh, organizer, has been saying all day, which is um, we're here for for an actual peaceful rally to say we're all Americans and watch we actually can get along mm-hmm. <laughs> in a contentious political climate.
Uh, yeah, the event's billed as non-political, but it's definitely an event supporting Trump, right? Uh, I would venture to say that more people here than not are Trump supporters, but you do have people dispersed through the crowd. Here's the thing. If you, you're either a supporter of the office of presidency or you're not. And people here, whether they're a Trump supporter or they're simply an American patriot, they support the office of presidency. Mm. And, you know, I, I heard in your benediction, and maybe that's the right, yeah. right uh, a real call for peace. What do you think has been dividing this country uh, for, uh, the last, in the last, uh, I don't know, months or years? That's really easy. So I personally subscribe to the narrative that for the past eight years, it has been a very slow frog boil, which has now culminated in the left, if you will, um, or a faction of the left, because I don't want to throw everyone in the left under the same bus, but a faction of the left through a narrative of the media that just can not move forward. And it's entirely too cost effective for division to, yes. to stay in place. Would you say the president made a mistake with his remarks after Charlottesville? No, uh, I supported his remarks actually yeah. on my show. And I'll tell you why, because he said exactly what happened, which is both sides were completely wrong. Well, one, so, one side was like, you know, neo-Nazis, and yeah. the other side were, some of them were peaceful protesters, right? Not all of them. Yeah. And I think history and their track record proves that they do not show up to be peaceful. This is a propagated, exactly what I said in my prayer, uh, my blessing, rather, benediction, as you put it, is that there is a machine behind that force. It is extremely profitable to keep this nation divided. Mm. Uh, and you would also agree with the president, then, that some of the people at protesting in defense of the Confederate statues were good people? I would say if you were there with a neo-Nazi heart, uh, that that's not a good thing. Yeah. If you're there because you are a patriot who understands that we have a history that's not quite, uh, you know, something that you really want to uh, cherish or idolize in the way of oppression of man, um, then fair enough. You have a First Amendment right to show up and say, this is what I believe. Now, if you're out threatening lives, that's a whole other ballgame. Yeah, I noticed yeah. In, the, in the March materials it said, you know, just bring the American flag. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. And that's sort of that. Right. And I, that. and I do see some other flags. But generally speaking, yeah, I mean, and he's been very uh, clear all day. If you're not here for unity, you're at the wrong rally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's this juggalo protest on right. the other side of the mall. Right. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are I don't know anything about them other than I was told that they've been dubbed as some kind of a, a gang by the FBI. And I'm like, why? Because they're a culture of like a particular music or a, or a group. You know, I, I've never even heard of them, quite honestly, till this weekend, much less that there's some violent faction of people. So again, I think there's a lot of division and fear propagation that goes on. And I don't even like to use the term subculture because it makes that if again it divides us we're either all part of the same culture of liberty or we're not great and, and you wouldn't you don't see the president as playing a part in the divisiveness at all because that's what you know that's what a lot of people feel when he says you know he wants to build a wall he right. wants to he okay, criticizes listen, the press i'm a mother yeah. and um and I have locks on my doors, okay? And I have oh, enough... Where are you from, by the way? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And I have enough provision for my household. And I have rules and regulations as to who comes in and out of my house. And we have rules and regulations as to who comes into this nation because we are a nation. Not because we are uh, nationalist extremists to the point where, no, clearly, that's what I come from a family of immigrants. So 
you know, we are an open society in the sense of uh, you come here through the legal route and you're welcome here. If you're going to contribute to the fabric, again, of liberty of this nation, you are welcome here in the proper protocol. And, so, and what about DACA, the, the kids that were brought here as that's children? Rough. I, yeah, I got to be honest with you. As a mother, even though I'm a patriot and I believe that you're sending the wrong message, which is what we always do if amnesty is the end result, I do not agree with that at all. Um, but I, again, I think the mainstream media has taken it and just run with this, oh, this is what's going to happen and this is what he's decided on, and no decision has been made up to this point. I think we're all like little chiefs trying to be big Indians in our little teepees. You know, we all want to be president. We're armchair warriors. And that's what I love about this is it's like, hey, man, this is what we can do. We can show up. We're not Venezuela and we're not <laughs> North Korea. We do still have a voice that we can exercise and we're going to do that peacefully. I'm telling you guys, there's so much going on in this country and too many of us are sleeping. The reason why you guys come out here today is because you know there's something not right. You know there's things going on in this country that we got to fix. And it starts with some foundational things. Joey Gibson. One of the biggest things that we have to understand as a country, we need to begin to admit the fact that we have problems at a cultural level that no politician will fix for this country. No president will fix some of those problems. The problems in this culture and this country comes from you guys. We got so many leaders here today from across this entire country. Cultural leaders. I tell, I'm telling you, there's some of these people they go on Facebook, they go, I, I don't know how they do it, they go on Facebook Live, and they literally will have like 50,000 views in 24 hours. I'm like, holy crap, how do they do that? That's absolutely amazing. That's the thing that we gotta have. We gotta bring the, the, the punk movement into the liberty movement. That's what we need. We gotta bring in the kids. We gotta help people understand that freedom is sexy. Damn it, freedom is so beautiful. It is so sexy, and we gotta spread that message everywhere you go. Okay, this is the thing. Hey, Bernie supporters. Okay, I know there's not many in the crowd today, but if, you, if you're hearing this video, I want to tell you something, Bernie supporters. You think you're against corrupt corporations, so you want to tax them and give it to the most corrupt corporation in the world, the United States government. That is absolutely, that is ridiculous. Uh, so, you raised this idea of bringing the punk movement into the liberty movement. Would you, would you say more about that? Absolutely, it's it's about it's you know part of it is um, it's fun, it's it's beautiful, it's you know because it's about freedom and that's what brings the youth in, right? It isn't boring conservative you know type of stuff, you know like just it's it's about it's about a it's about a big party, you know it's a freedom movement and it's also a lot of the establishment hate it. So that's where the punk movement comes into it, you know, the free speech and all that stuff. Uh -huh. And uh, Bernie supporters, you had a message for them. So you think they're on the wrong track? No, I believe that Bernie supporters are going to be used. They're going to be lied to, right, because they have good hearts. They want to take on the corruption and the corporations. But what they don't understand is that the government is the is the, is the uh, corruption we got to take on. Because these... these Here's the thing, these big businesses buy all our politicians, okay, so our government will not solve the problem because they're bought and paid for. Uh -huh. So that's, that's what they need to understand.
So, uh, what are your names? Where are you guys from? I'm Chad Schilling. I'm from uh, Pennsylvania. Nikki Long from Pennsylvania. Oh, that's cool. I was born in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah? Yeah, where in the state are you Are you two from? W- Waynesboro. Okay. Not far from Gettysburg. Oh, nice. All right. Gettysburg, the site of uh, a great battle and a, a Trump speech as well. Yeah. Um, so, what brings you out here today? Uh, support for my president. Support for our fellow patriots. Mm-hmm. And I hear you got this no Antifa... No KK, no racist USA. What does that mean to to, to me? That means uh, come together. We don't need the separation that we've been subject to for the past eight years. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. Support our country and our constitution. Uh, and what, what makes you enthusiastic about Trump? Is it his promise to, to bring back jobs to this country? Or? That's a big part of it. Yeah. The main part for me for the election was... Uh, Preserving my Second Amendment right, I feel Hillary Clinton would uh, take means to maybe take that away from us. So, so you guys are like proud gun owners. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I guess today's about peace, though. I don't. I don't see a lot of weapons. No. No. Yeah. Um, and are, are you enthusiastic about Trump's economic promises? Because I, you know, lots of parts of Pennsylvania have sort of been deindustrialized. Yeah. Do you guys have hopes for that? I, yes. I don't know what you two do for a living or anything, but yep. yeah, we, we want our uh, industry back in America instead of overseas. Uh, what line of works are you? In? Are you in, by the way? She works at uh, retail, Walmart, and. Uh, I'm right now currently unemployed because of medical reasons. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but there's another rally going on on the other side yeah. of the mall. How do you guys feel about that? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, was the guy that uh, started this rally got a, got a hold of them, uh, the Juggalos, and uh, asked them to come. So they, they're supposed to be here after theirs. Okay, I see. Crowds like this. So, uh, tell me your name. Uh, Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn, great. And uh, what, what's this rally here today about? Uh, it's about spreading unity into the political violence, man. We got way too much of that like shit that, happening. Uh, you know, when people raise fists and violence towards you for speaking your mind, for having your particular political beliefs, it's just not right in this country. That shit happens in Russia. It happens in Iran. It happens in North Korea. It doesn't happen in this country. We're free to speak our minds. We're free to agree to disagree. But as soon as somebody raises a hand to you, uh, when I was either through violence or, or through some type of civil aggression, that's when it's no longer America. So it's all about ending the political divide. Can everybody shake their hand and really just come together? We're all Americans. Doesn't matter. Who's, wrong. What background you have? Said, We're all no, Americans, man, and it's time wrong. we become that's, one unit. So there's members of the three percent militia here. And afford money uh, the army. Some might see that as, a, as violent. Absolutely not. Have you have you seen any of them violent? No, but they're a militia. That's why I thought I'd bring it up. You know what militia is, right? Militia is to protect this country because our military is not allowed to operate on our soil. So. Our militia after, is our people's army. Our militia was formed like, from our founding fathers that wrote in the documents Somalia, the right to bear arms. So the they're here protecting folks in case like Absolutely, and they will not act without mistaken. authority. So they are secondary security measures. They are not the primary security. Primary security are the legal authorities of D.C. They are here to assist them. I was told by my boss to, keep to buy peace. some software. Assist the, and assist the police, and that's it. Yeah. And are you happy?
happy with the turnout? Absolutely, man. He made me do Everybody's having a great time. So I said I did. I was thinking I spent too much money. I was going to get fired. This rally is really in favor of the president. Of course it is. But you know, if Trump wasn't in the White House and it was somebody else, it'd still be the same way. So because at the end of the day, our president leads the country. Anybody that really works for the government be having like a defend our president rally. Maybe not defend our president rally because she's a corrupt politician and we all know it. But if it was somebody else, if it was Bernie Sanders, or if it was one of the other Republican candidates, Ted Cruz or something like that, sure, absolutely. And you have a message for like juggalos on the other side of the mall? Hell yeah, when you're done with your rally, come down and join us, baby. I got Child's Play Ninja is going to be speaking at this event. And he's a huge podcaster with the Juggalo community. And he's coming to speak here. Okay, we welcome the Juggalos, baby. We're all one. All right, thank you. the government. I became an entrepreneur, and the more money that I made... Here's a speaker from Bikers for Trump. I like to talk a little bit about commitment. Back in 2015, when Donald Trump walked down the stairs, I made a commitment. I made a commitment not only to Donald Trump, but I made a commitment to every American citizen that's going to stand to be counted. People say we are not around anymore. People say we give up. We ain't gave up on the statues. We ain't gave up on the flag. We ain't gave up on our veterans. Some of us have, but we haven't. Are you committed? Are you committed? That's what it takes to be committed. You don't, you, 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 you don't show up where there's already speakers. You don't show up where there's already a crowd. You don't show up uh, and do a little dog and pony show and walk off and leave them. You don't walk off and leave your brothers. Been in this shit for 45 fucking years, and I ain't never left a brother. I ain't never left an American citizen. I don't give a damn what color you are, what nationality you are, as long as you with our Constitution and our fucking flag, you my brother. It's time for brothers to stand up, not fakes and frauds. There was a prophet in the Old Testament that said, God told him, said, uh, Nehemiah, build me a wall around my city. The city of Jerusalem was in tatters. The city of Jerusalem had been overrun by the Babylonians. The city of Jerusalem had no more economy. The city of Jerusalem could not take care of its people. And God told Nehemiah, said, build me a wall, Nehemiah. Nehemiah said, how can I, Lord? I'm the only one left in the crowd. <coughs> oh, no, my friend, you're not the only one left in the crowd. Same thing that God told Nehemiah. I've got 7,000 that you don't know of. We got 7,000 that you don't have a clue. We got 6,000 in Bikers for Trump that are members. They're not likes on a Facebook page. They are members. Folks, without organization, in this day and time of anarchy, 
in this day and time of thieves and thugs and drug lords. Oh my God, and in this time of politicians that wants to give our country away. Not to be organized, not to attach yourself to some group that's going to have your back is a sure way to die. It's time for us to unite as Americans. It's time for us to come together. It's time for us to say, here am I, Lord, send me. Robert E. Lee was not a slave owner. He released all his father's slaves when he came of age. The general was a slave owner. The only reason why the Civil War happened, the Confederate War, is when the North tried to try to own the South and say, hey, you guys are going to pay tax. South stood up for themselves and said, no, fuck that. The only reason why it turned into a slavery war is because the North was losing and they were like, well, if we win, we're going to end slavery. Just to get people that didn't want slavery to come fight for them. But the rally, they the rally organizers said, "Don't bring a Confederate flag. We're all under the United States flag." Hey, there's people, and they got the right to represent whatever they believe in. And if they believe they're, if they're part of their heritage is the Confederate, hey, I'll give it to them. As long as they're not causing violence, even if it even if it stands for white supremacy to people in this country, just because the white supremacists and KKK adopted it doesn't make it racist. What about the guy who designed the flag? On the other side of the National Mall, the Juggalos gathered. They came together to protest their bizarre classification by the FBI as a loosely organized hybrid gang. That label has had dire consequences on the lives of fans of the rappers. They've been harassed by law enforcement, denied employment and entry into the armed forces, and handed harsher sentences from courts for otherwise benign misdemeanors. Some have lost custody of their children. Mike Grimes. So where are you coming from? Uh, from Maryland, actually. Excellent. And uh, what, what draws you to like the Juggalo scene? Uh, the acceptance from everybody. Uh, the music, the acceptance, and there's no judgment. When did you first get into it? Uh, I got into it in about 6th or 7th grade, and now I'm 29. So, 15 plus years ago. I, I wouldn't change it for anything. So you feel like uh, this gang sort of label is it's, um, mis it's misunderstanding? Huh? It's, it's a huge misunderstanding. Every group of people has a few bad apples. It's bullshit. And uh, maybe you could explain, like people see a hatchet and they think maybe it's violent. but Yeah, but when it all started, it started as Mad Baby Boy Records. It was newspapers, and then they turned it into a hatch. It was it was newspapers. Yeah. Huh. And uh, has, has it ever caused you any trouble in your life? This, this, uh, I've been harassed by the police a couple times in Ohio, but never here. It seems like Ohio gets a lot of trouble. Maybe it's something about up there, I guess, huh? I, I guess so. And uh, do you feel like this is a political movement you know there's been a lot of because the country's so political these days uh yeah i would say it's a political movement to like to uh to get our name off this list it's, it's stupid like what about the deadheads they have a huge problem they're not considered a gang yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and you think like the country could learn something from juggalo culture yeah, how to accept each other. 
I don't love each other. We're all one big family. I've never met half these people. But I could go up to any one of them and they would they'll give me a place to stay. They'll give me their shirt off their back. Teresa Lindsay, dressed like a juggalette Snow White. I'm here today because I love ICB. I love the band. I love all of the fans of the band that I've ever met. I consider them the most caring, loving family. And here we're being represented as thank you as scary gang members. And I work with kids. I'm actually a princess in real life, and that's what I do. And could you say more? How do you, how do you work with kids? Um, I do birthday parties and all of that. I dress up as a princess. I'm Belle. I'm Anna. I'm Snow. I'm all these different things. But yet I'm also a juggalo. And if these parents or organizations that I work with were to see the clown paint and all of that or know that we are classified as a gang, I would lose my job. I would, these parents would not book me. They would think, well, that's bad for our kids. But I'm none of those things, you know? And it's it's very hurtful, and it's crazy to think that so much hurt has come from something that's brought so much happiness to my life. And how did you find Juggalo culture? Uh, what, what drew you to it at first? This one. I had a bad idea of the Juggalo culture. I didn't know what it was about, only the rumors I had heard. And I just kind of stayed away from it. But when I fell in love with him and saw what a kind person he was, I thought, well, his music can't be that bad, you know? So I gave it a try, and I went to a few things, and I just found the most loving, caring people and fell in love with the carnival and realized that I myself was guilty of judging Juggalos. So it's not right. People need to be aware. They need to be. They need to know what we really are before they judge. So you have to kind of keep it a secret at work. Has it impacted your life in other ways or people you know? Um, it has impacted a lot of people. Him himself, he was sitting outside a store reading a book, but he was wearing a Hatchetman shirt, and police came up on him, wanted to search him, wanted to shake him down, because you're wearing gang attire. Why? You're not in a gang. Why are you wearing that attire? And he's sitting there reading a book, waiting for somebody at a store. Uh-huh. Yeah. Simple things like that. And uh, what do you think the biggest misconception is of Juggalo culture? That we're all about hate and violence, and everybody thinks that we were going to come here and smash heads with Trump supporters, and that's exactly the opposite. I'm getting the sense that people are just sort of tired of fighting. Like, I was at the Trump rally. Do you think that, too? Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to fight. We just want to be happy. We want to rock out to our music. We want to dress like clowns, you know? We want to dress like clowns. Child's Play Ninja a popular YouTuber in the Juggalo community. So first, uh, maybe explain your sign a little bit. So um, obviously we know Nickelback is probably the worst band that ever existed out there. Even people who don't like Juggalos will agree that Nickelback, there's just something wrong with people that listen to Nickelback. And I think the secret is out that the FBI listens to Nickelback, and that's why they made this stupid decision to put us on the gang list. Mm. And has that uh, designation of uh, Juggalos as a gang, has that impacted you personally in your life? Or? It actually has, in yeah. fact, impacted me personally. I got, I've got i been harassed by the police. Like, I got stopped for a broken taillight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap, um, I apologize. And, you know, they give you a work order, you know, because since give you a work order and say, yo, we'll get it fixed. And suddenly, like, they're like, hold on. I go, okay, what, okay. And a gang unit shows up and they start questioning me about my tattoos and all, oh my God. and uh, that they need to file me into the, um, they want, they made me take pictures. They told me if I didn't allow them to take pictures of my tats and of me and stuff, that they'll have my car towed because it's technically not street legal because there's a broken taillight. Huh. I'm like, are you serious? Like, so, you know, uh, I've had, some of my best friends have been in, impacted. Uh, one of my, my best friend's wife, she's a nurse, 
She was on her way to her office to drop off some paperwork, and she was stopped in her ass because she has a little Hatchman sticker on the back of her car. Um, and I'm in Arizona, so it's, like, way worse. Like, there's some parts of this country where people are like, nothing's happened, and then other parts are, like, they're just... Anyone who has Juggalo stuff, they're just getting and getting. It's like... The police it, are just more uptight there? Yeah, well, I will say this. Arizona has a gang problem. But that's the problem. Like, they catch Juggalos that are gangbangers, but they're not gangbanging, like, Juggalo shit. It's like you have some kid who grew up in a neighborhood where everybody's a blood or everyone's a crip or something like that. He gets involved in that gang. Now, he happens to like ICP. So he gets caught doing a crime, and he's wearing a hatchet, man, because that's his favorite music. They're like, oh, well, since he's a gangbanger, we're so It's like, no. He's a crip. He just likes ICP. Um, and, I mean, they, the FBI goes to places like, they investigate places that have gang issues and then say, okay, we saw a hatchet man there, so there's obviously a gang affiliation. The thing is, juggalos come from all walks of life. You go to the gathering, you'll have a doctor, uh, a fucking meth dealer, a gangbanger, a teacher, all hanging out together, you know, for the love of the music. They don't know anything about each other. All came from different parts of the state uh, or the country, different walks of life. But it's like when we all get together, none of that matters. Your station in life don't matter. We're all about music and the juggalo shit here. What do you think is the most misunderstood thing about the about juggalo culture? The most misunderstood thing? Well, I mean, I I don't know if it's misunderstood or if it's just they're willfully ignorant so they can hate. But like how they make fun of us. Oh, you guys paint your faces and you do this and fucking magnets. Fucking magnets. How? Do, the, the, the same people will be like some jock asshole who's talking that shit, but then him and his buddies will get together and go to a Steelers game with their shirts off, with Steelers written on their stomach, eating hot dogs and shit, and then they're going to go play fantasy football after the fact, but they want to make fun of juggalos and nerds. It's like, you're doing the same shit. Uh, I think we're just scapegoats. I think we're just scapegoats for people's... Uh, People's insecurities, really. And when did you first start getting into this? What drew you, what drew you to it? I was 13, and uh, this dude was like, yo, check this shit out. And uh, he played some ICP for me, and I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? And then, you know, it went from there. I started looking into it, collecting it, and I'm here now. Like, 20-some ICP shows later, eight gatherings, seven gatherings, all types of shit. You know, I'm here now, you know? Is, are Juggalos political? Some Juggalos are, some Juggalos aren't. But there's no political There's no political stance that is Juggalo. Like, it's like, we're not like, oh, if you're a Republican, you can't be a Juggalo. Or if you're a Democrat, you can't be a Juggalo. That's not the case. That is not the case at all. It's Juggalos are Republicans, Juggalos are Democrats, Juggalos are people who don't care about politics, Juggalos are doctors, lawyers, cops, gangbangers, crackheads, Juggalos are homeless and Juggalos are rich. We are all like, Juggalos are Christians and Juggalos are atheists. It's, you'll find every religion, station in life, just in this crowd alone, you'll find every religion, every sta station in life, 
every every occupation and every uh, race, sexual orientation, um, fucking uh, political affiliation. You'll find them all here. We were the acceptance movement before there was an acceptance movement. Yeah, do you think America could learn something from uh, our culture? Yeah, like all these people are mad about the Confederate flag, and we're like, yeah, we've been saying yeah. fuck your rebel flag since '91. All right, <laughs> that's cute. You're mad now, like, but we never we never went after statues. We paid thirty dollars a ticket, went in, got our rage out, went home, went on with our lives. You know, mm. I'm not. That's the other thing, like of offensive culture. There's some people that want to be cool with us because they're like, oh, they're going to stand with us to fight these other people. I'm like, no, we're not into offensive culture. As in like, oh, I'm offended. That shouldn't exist. If we don't want it around, we go somewhere else. We don't go try to stop other people from doing what they're doing. I like people all over, all have, for years, juggalos suck. Juggalos are pieces of shit. Do I agree with them? No. But God damn it, if I wanted for their fight for their right to say it and think it. Mm. Are you guys gonna go over to the other rally on the other side of the? I actually might go because I was I was invited to speak there, just to let them know like what was happening with us and the that it's part of the battle for free speech because this is literally an attack on free speech. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. Because I I asked I was over there and I asked them about this. And then they mentioned you personally yeah. coming over. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, I, I talked uh, I talked to the pissed off American because there was all that shit going on with the media saying we were going to go fight them. So I reached out to him personally and I said, bro, we're not, we're more on your side than you think, you know? And he was like, no, I know. We're not falling for the media's bullshit. And I do a live show on Sundays and I was like, okay, I'm going to have him on as a special guest. So any juggalo coming across this can see, no, we because he straight up was saying we don't want Confederate flags at our rally, we don't want KKK, white supremacists, none of that bullshit, because even the Confederate flag, that's not a symbol for America. This is a patriot rally about America. The Confederacy is just a southern symbol. That's not unifying America. This this is about America. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I was over there. I saw people with Confederate flags. Were there? Oh, okay. I see. I see. Washington DC Juggalo March 2017! I hope everybody's got their walking shoes on today because we about to march in this motherfucker, man. We don't judge or discriminate for nobody for nothing. Here are members of ICP addressing their supporters. You really should totally be proud of yourselves right now, ninjas. That's real talk. If you can bend your backbones like Shaggy can, you should be up in one of them fucking porta potties right now blowing yourself. That's how proud you should be. If it's too nasty up in there, you should be up in one of these governmentally landscaped fine maple trees blowing yourself. Or playing the national anthem on your skin flute. Something. Just recognize how fucking dope you are right now because you're here. You're making history, and you know damn well in your hearts, we're the good guys here today. Real shit. You can feel it in your gut. We're the good guys. We're actually in the right this time. If there's a holy creator, and you know damn well we believe there is, if there is a holy creator, you know he's patting us on our head right now. 
the way a horny uncle does his nephew when he does what he's told and keeps his mouth shut. Nothing like that. But in the sense that we've done good for ourselves and many, many others who weren't as privileged, as driven, or as lucky to be here representing for them like we are right now. I hope you ninjas remember this for the rest of your lives because it's worth doing just that. For real, this, this issue, this matter, means that much to us as juggalos and we came here to do something about the problem and you should be proud of yourselves because the way I look at it each and every one of you ninjas and ninjas probably represents 25,000 other ninjas that's right They see juggalos as some sort of sheep or testing grounds. If they get away with this, what's next? What's who's next in line? But the thing is, they're not gonna get past us. They're not just gonna steamroll over juggalos. Fuck that! Fuck that shit! Fuck that shit! Fuck that shit! Fuck that shit! You know. most hated people, supporting the world's most hated bands, bumping the world's most hated music, they'll be an easy target. Once we, once we officially silence them and shut their mouths, that'll be our first step toward who knows what, censorship, all around fucking brain control, I don't know what, but it ain't gonna happen. It ain't going down like that, my friend. I'm a good Christian white man. I fly my rebel flag high and with pride, boy. I don't need to hear any pitching or fit about my flag. You need to hike your britches up and turn down that music. I'm in an old station wagon deep in Alabama. Wipe the sweat out of my eyes, cock the hammer. I see a pickup truck with a rebel flag window. A skinny redneck with one of his kinfolk. Pull up alongside and blast the passenger. And bone a massacre. I kept shooting, hit the driver, he fell on the horn, stuck through a molly tough cocktail and blew up the truck. That was our coverage of the mother of all rallies in the Juggalo March. Check out my article, America is Weird, at independent.org. That's I-N-D-Y-P-E-N-D-E-N-T dot org. We're going to close out this episode with a review of the Philly punk band Sheer Mag's new album from Brady O'Callaghan.
beyond the noxious haze of our national nightmare as structures of social justice and global progress topple in our midst. There lies a faint but undeniable glow in the distance. What is it? The first thing you see when you pick up the record is a plane braving dark and stormy skies headed for a soft glow in the distance. It's a sentiment we're likely all familiar with these days. Now is pretty awful, but better times are ahead of us. Hopefully. The stage is set for an unsatisfied young punk band to rail against the machine. Enter Sheermag, the Philadelphia quintet who released a string of three well-received EPs over as many years. With Need to Feel Your Love, the group's first proper full-length record, Sheermag state unequivocally that if we're ever going to overcome this mess, we need to lean hard into love, rally to the defense of the abused and neglected, and maybe even throw a few bricks through a few windows. The album begins with a stirring rallying cry in Meet Me in the Street. The song immediately kicks with as much fervor and rock ramp-up as the best ACDC or Thin Lizzy could ever offer, with a beat that could just as easily inspire a march as your standard concert head bob. Tina Halliday wails over a steady drum beat and soaring guitars, grabs you by the throat, and keeps you there so you hear her loud and clear. She wants you to know that she's sick of the militarization of the police. She will fight for our right to protest, and a day will come when the powers that be will respect that right or move out of the way. It is surging. It is urgent. Expect the bayonet reinforces the album's defiant message. The abused will not sit idly by forever. While Republicans figure out how to further stuff their pockets and squash voting rights, Democrats have lost touch with the working class. Last I heard, they were contemplating taking artistic liberties with the Papa John's pizza slogan and printing stickers with the phrase, Have you seen the other guys? America deserves a party that works for the people and doesn't frame itself as the only option that isn't horrific. But how do we get there? Halliday answers. Sheermag continues to try and light the fire of unrest throughout the album, even drawing from history for inspiration. Suffer Me recounts the bravery of the participants in the Stonewall riots that resulted in one less boot pressing down on one less throat. The album closes with a tribute to Sophie Scholl, a White Rose activist executed for distributing anti-Nazi literature at the University of Munich. It's clear that Sheermag took to heart Scholl's last words, what does my death matter if through us thousands of people are awakened and stirred to action? Single acts can snowball into monumental change. In our day-to-day, -day, though, Sheermag affirmed the need for human connection, community, and love above all. The songs Need to Feel Your Love, Just Can't Get Enough, and Pure Desire, a track where Halliday pines, I need you more every day, stress the importance of this connection, especially in such turbulent times. Rank and File highlights the power of friends to carry some of the emotional burden. Are you falling, lonely? Are you falling, lonely? 
In an era of cynicism and ugliness, perhaps the most punk rock thing you can do is embrace sincerity and human connection. Right now is awful, but Sheermag seems confident that better days are ahead of us. Thanks to them, for the first time in a while, so do I. Brady's review of Sheer Mag appeared in the August issue of The Independent. He read it as part of our podcast series, Indie Audio, which you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, and at independent.org. It features indie writers and others reading from articles that appear in each issue of The Independent. That's it for Indestructible. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a rating. It will help others find our podcast. Indestructible, like all indie content, is free. We rely on the support of people like you. To chip in and help keep us going, head over to patreon.org independent. There's lots of affordable and, hey, maybe not so affordable ways to give if you're feeling generous. Thanks, everybody. Our theme music is 1848 Now by the Mekons. This is Peter Rue in Brooklyn, New York, signing off. 